Welcome to the Extra Point with Sully, Reyes, Jones, and Mr. Buns. What's up? Welcome to another episode of the Extra Point Podcast presented by Bleacher Fan Sports. It's your boy Tommy Buns playing host again tonight. We got uh, almost the full cast. We got the usual characters, the usual suspects. We got Sullivan over here on my left. How you doing, Sully? Woo woo. How we doing? Ah, oh, we're doing good, man. Excited to be here as always. And we got the CEO of Bleacher Fan, Jones, on my right. How we doing tonight, boss? Hello, hello. Good to be back. Yeah, I feel like people don't really know the dynamic here that Dave's the boss. I feel like <laughs> I feel like people I feel like we need to make people aware of that. <laughs> so I when think we they know because he says all the handles and the important information. Yeah, but he could just that could just mean he's the smartest one out of all of us. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's definitely not which me. doesn't I'm always mean the owner. For that. Yeah, well you're right. You're right. You're right. Well, we're back. We're going to talk what we usually do. We're going to go through some baseball. We're going to do some segments for you. I think we have all three of our segments today in sports history, real or fake news, and defend the wall for the episode today. We're going to get some baseball, a little football talk, and uh, you know, see where the episode takes us. But we're going to start off talking the divisional races and the wild card races in the MLB. What do you guys think and who we who are we going to see in these playoffs? I feel like it's changed since we talked last. Yes. It's uh, you know, you know, who you got to look out for. I mean, the American League is pretty set in stone in regards to Cleveland, obviously the Red Sox, and then you know we're looking at Houston versus Oakland. That's very enticing. That's uh, that's going to be that's going to come right down to the wire. But other than that, we pretty much know. But in the National League, what's crazy is now the uh, St. Louis Cardinals are two and a half games behind the Chicago Cubs. They have won eight of the last ten, I believe ten of twelve. They're on fire. They are they are just they're on another planet right now. Matt Carpenter is somewhere in orbit. I mean, they could win this division. They could do it. They could they could easily win this division and take it the, the Brewers are a half game behind them. It looks like I'm not as hot I'm not as bullish on the Brewers anymore. They're yeah, there was. They're five and five and five in the last ten. I think they're, they're just playing lost. okay. They're not. They're just no. playing okay lately. Uh, they're just. But the Cardinals, to me, they're starting pitching. They're, they're going to get Michael Walker back in a couple. You know, in a he's at a second rehab starts probably in two weeks. They'll get Walker back. I mean, Carpenter this guy just killing Jake Flaherty last. Night. I don't know if anyone saw. He was just dealing and just these big batters going through uh, Muncie, Turner, Machado just. Just going down one after the other. It's incredible. It's so crazy that they're like now in it. Like, didn't they fire their manager mid year because it was like their season was basically over and now they're. Yeah. Here we are. Yeah, they were playing awful defense. They had like the most, second most errors to the Phillies. They were like three games above 500, like kind of typical Cardinal fashion the last few years. And they just said, fuck it. We're, We're not the fundamental, good fundamental good defense Cardinal team of old. They just, that's what they usually hang their hat on base running. And they haven't had that this year. So they fired him. I couldn't even tell you what the guy's name is right now. That's taken care of. Yeah. Him. I couldn't it's even. Something I don't know. M- Mike, uh, Mike, was it Matheny? 
Mike Mathe- oh, Mike Matheny was Mathe- the manager. Yeah. Their manager right now. I oh, tell you yeah. Yeah. oh, yeah. No idea. Well, he's the he's the interim guy. No one knows I don't the think interim he, guy. He's not this good, though. Like, I, I think this is just – it was just a change of culture, a change of just – Of course. That's what it always is. Yeah, it just it – just, they were very dull. It was very dull. This gave him a spark somehow, and – I don't Out know, west, though, that's fire. gonna be that's gonna be close too. Colorado's still hanging in there, close. You got uh the Dodgers kind of fell off the past week. Yeah, the Dodgers are four and a half back now in the division. Three in a row, they're three and seven in their last ten. Not good. That's great. Yeah, Manny, you don't want to think... re-sign in that place. <laughs> yeah. Who who picked them to have the best record going forward for the second half of the year? Was it me and Jones? Uh, I believe both of us did. Both of I, us did. I definitely and, did. I could definitely not have did. been more wrong. Yeah. And wouldn't you know who so far has the best record? Did you the pick the Sox, half? Tommy, or did you pick the Astros? I think I might have picked the Astros, yeah. But it too. doesn't fucking matter. Cause the Astros like are trash, too. Astros, yeah, the yeah, Astros are falling apart. I mean, I mean but if you look at the numbers... <laughs> Colorado is just surprising me. They're a game back. They walked it off. Two strikes, two out. Ian Desmond just walks it off. Two run shot today. Bottom of the ninth inning off of Yates, the new closer for the uh, Padres. It was just they just they have some magic about them this year. I just, uh, I, just, I don't like ever remember a year where the this many like random teams have come out in the second half. Like, oh, what do you mean you're two games out? Like you were relevant three weeks ago. Like what the fuck happened? Yeah, like the Cardinals. Like the Rocky, and it's just weird with the Dodgers. The Dodgers are just falling off. Like, yeah. The thing is, they they uh, missing the A's. The, they, the A's, the Mariners, like it's, the A's are another team. Yeah, I was gonna say the A's were pretty good beginning of the year. They were they were above five hundred, definitely for the first half of the year. But then they really they kicked it in since the All Star break. They've yeah, been even, one of the toughest teams to beat. I think one of the biggest surprises on the year is is the Rays. Also, I just wish they were yes fighting the National League. They're sixty six and sixty one. Plus, yeah, I mean, they're like, what are they like? Six games out of Cleveland. Yeah, they? they would be. They would be second in the Central. Oh, yeah, by but far, yeah. They're, they're stuck in. They're stuck in the hardest division in the conference in the uh, league. Yeah, <laughs> like seven games. Bond. Yeah, I mean, Bro, but, but in the pick, pick in the that team league, up. They would be right in it. Pick, pick oh, that absolutely. team up and move, league, move them to Nashville. Yeah, move them to the NL. Do P- it. Move them to and Nashville. They got rid of all their players. They got rid of all their players, both at the trade de- trade deadline and and before the year. They they were just cutting people left and right. They got rid of uh, Steven Souza for nothing. They got rid of uh, yeah uh, Corey Dickerson, who was doing great on the Pirates. They just like and they traded Archer, who I think is overrated. They just did made so many moves, and they really have these unknown guys just playing well, playing good. Fundamentals. How was Archer done in his uh, second start? Or I only saw his first start in Pittsburgh that he got kind of rocked. He, he didn't do good. Yeah, it wasn't good in the second. He had a couple one of bad st- He's had a couple of bad. St- I'm not a Chris Archer guy. I don't get the hype. I don't get it. I think he's I average. used to be huge on him, but he's just like he's yeah. When right, he had a he's just been, ERA, he's just been right. average the last like two and a half three years. And maybe like even a little below average, if anything. He just strikes people out, and he's like a four or five ERA guy. It's like that's not good. Yeah, well, that's like you. That's like you, Darvish. The Cubs losing him for the rest of the season. It's like that was a waste of fucking time going and getting him. Yeah, that was Dude. a big waste. You, Darvish, Darvish is the biggest. 
Yeah, I saw today. I saw today. I mean, they got that four more years. He has one win this season. He has over a four and a half ERA, and he only pitched forty innings. Like that's not that you guys got screwed on that deal. Twenty five. I mean, is that the worst? Is that the worst deal of Theo's career? It might be. It might be. It, I, I think it is. It's I don't. I don't remember another really hard. He will have one. a better year next year, but like, I think if he plays, I mean, he'll probably have twelve or thirteen wins in like a four-two ERA. If I know, healthy. but he's his elbows like healthy. fucked up, like for real, fucked up. Like, yeah, he's done. I think like, he'll be like, like, like career, oh, like, that, career yeah, going to be at, at over. He's twelve to thirteen wins in a four-three ERA. That's the thing. He yeah, he he's just not healthy even so. I just don't know. I don't know why they went that way. That there was a desperate move at, uh, in it was to replace to replace Arietta. It almost felt like desperate uh, before the trade deadline, but it was in the it was in the off season, so it yeah. didn't really make sense. Yeah, it was just yeah. They really didn't need to make that move. I uh, give me your give me your best uh, farm guy over that. <laughs> Like just yeah. let's let's swing with that and and see what happens. Yeah, easily. Yeah, right. Hope that goes well because this isn't going to. And but, I mean, I'm sure that's what they're doing now. They don't have a choice. <laughs> but what about these uh these wild cards? Do we? Uh, I I feel like that's changed too. Who we think is going to win these? At least in the National League, the AL. I mean, it's either going to be Yankees and Oakland or Yankees and Houston. We know that. But what about the National League? What do you guys think? I don't know. I mean, I, I, it, like these races are so like close and unpredictable. I mean, I guess it, it could. You know, a week ago it was the Dodgers. Now it's the looking like the Rockies. Like, I mean, who? The, how many games out of the wild card are the Brewers? They've got to be uh, a Mac, max two or three. They're, they're tied for it with Colorado. Oh, okay. I I don't think the Brewers make it anymore. And I've always I was high in them all year. I just they I don't think they make it, and I don't. I think they'll miss it by a game or two, but I think I think the Cubs might be in one of the wild cards because I think the Cardinals might win the division. Right. So yeah, right, you know, so the Cubs might be in there. That's one, and then you know, I think the Dimebacks will win the West. I like it, and and you know who's dealing for the yeah. Dimebacks? Who we didn't talk about is Clay Buckholtz. This guy is. Oh, uh, this guy uh, two TBT, five TBT Tommy. Two five yeah. ERA. I saw Good him. For him. I grant it was against the Angels, but he eight. I think it was eight shutout innings, seven or I think it was eight shutout innings, like seven or eight Ks. He was just dealing. Like, is I think he's got a two five ERA on the year. He's been incredible. And the guy, he threw, know, obviously, what he he threw a no hitter in two thousand eleven, I believe, and that guaranteed him the next five years with the Red Sox. I. I'm happy he's doing well, but I fucking hated that guy towards the end. I wanted him gone so bad last year; it wasn't even funny. That was that was the best day of my life when we got rid of him. To be honest, that with you. that no hitter literally bought him more years in his career than like a, a he, NFL head coach winning a Super Bowl. Oh, bought absolutely! Bought as many years as Marvin Lewis making the playoffs or winning the division, or bought as yeah. many years as Mike Sosha with the Angels. Marvin, well, like <laughs> at least Sosha's like. Competitive most years, or and has a World Series title. Like that's another dude who's rode a fucking World Series title for seventeen years now, sixteen years. What they win? Oh two, yeah. fifteen years at least. Casually. So, um, but you know they're they're good. Most they were good all those Vlad Guerrero years. You know they're making the playoffs consistently. Like it's not like he's he's 
Like Marvin Lewis is literally no, trash. No, it's just like they just like it's the teams just look like they have to get, pay them this homage for that that feat. That's what they have in common. Tell, dude, Marvin Lewis has got something on the owner. Like he's got it. He's got the the best ace in the hole. Something like bribe. There's no way. There's no explanation for it. No They're explanation. They're gonna be bad this year too. That's another team that's just gonna be bad. Like they don't. You know I'm, like, not high in the Bengals. I haven't been high in the Bengals since, like, Carson Palmer was good in, like, 2009 or 2010. 12. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I just – I think Andy Dalton's trash, and I think their team is so overrated every year. Um, and Marvin Lewis is the luckiest man in the NFL. Yeah, he is. Yeah, um, you know. But, yeah, to get back to baseball. <laughs> I forgot I, uh, we were talking about baseball. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I really still want to say the Dodgers, but it's just oh, it's so hard. I think the Braves will win the division. Uh, you got the Phillies, who, who haven't talked about, who are, who are they're playing game well. back, right? What? Two and a half right now. The, the, yeah, of the wild card, I'm saying. The Braves uh, are going to get another the, no, game oh, back oh. of the wild card. Yeah. Yeah. The Braves will win their division. Pretty confident with that. And. The Dodgers, I got to think Manny Machado is going to go off. Dude, well, the, Mets, the, the Mets aren't mathematically so eliminated. Kelly Jansen was out for so long. Like, he was out for 10, 10, 11 games, and then when he came back... Didn't he, he just get hurt again? Games. I thought he just yeah. got hurt again. No, no, he was, he was, he was, I don't believe, unless it was today, I, don't, I didn't hear anything. He had, he had heart problems, and he had to take off like 10 or 11 games, and they were, the, the they were blowing games. And then he comes back the last two games, and he gives up like game-winning home runs or the, you know, the go-ahead home run. They've lost both games. So I mean, Kelly Jansen's blowing. And then before that, Tron out, uh, what's his name? Something Alexander. I'm said Tron Alexander. He blew it in the eighth inning. So that he gave up for the tie. So it's just their bullpen is just falling apart right now. But I think we would think Kelly Jansen's going to get it together. After I mean, making I mean, that trade, you'd hope so. Yeah, and then yeah, it's just a waste of a trade. And man, he's got to figure it out. He, I, I feel like he will. He's got to. Yeah, the yeah. change of scenery has definitely got to be tough. Going from Baltimore, where you literally were the best player on the team, to you're on the Dodgers and you're around a bunch of other really great players playing in a way more demanding environment. Like, yeah, he's would be mo- much more comfortable back east. You know, body clock. Yeah, right. right. The East Coast will see Yeah, but give me the West Coast all day. Right. Fuck, fuck Baltimore. Yeah. Go to no, go no, to they LA. can I'll get over that quickly. Oh, yeah. I've if decided- we're comparing L.A. and Baltimore, I mean, congratulations. Yeah, maybe he's just, like, going off partying and just out of control. Hey, I, I decided it, you guys can have whoever you want on your team, Dave. You can get Manny Machado. You can get Bryce Harper, too, because it doesn't fucking matter who you get. Oh, <laughs> because I am watching the best baseball team I have ever seen regular season play. They uh, are fucking uh, ridiculous. Come on. How do you how can you how can you even think getting Manny Machado is going to help? Huh? You think JD Martinez is going to slow down? Dude's dude's the best hitter in baseball over the last 162 games. We got probably the MVP on the team with Mookie Betts. We got the best goddamn pitcher in baseball on the mound once every three weeks because we keep putting him on the 10-day DL. But he's a monster. Come on. I mean, I'm just talking numbers here, Dave, okay? I just want to talk numbers with you. So this team has 90 wins. Take a guess at what the next closest team has. Just guess how many wins they have. Come on, Dave. Give me a guess. 
<laughs> you, you done? No. 79. 79, Dave. It's oh! 11. It's 11 less wins. It's just a beautiful sight. It's a beautiful sight. Oh, man. I just can't. I can't believe what I'm seeing. I'm done now. I just needed to. I just needed to talk some numbers with you. We just needed to get those out there. That's the, that's the benefit of hosting is I just went off and just, you know, got to, to, to tell you some numbers. But moving on. We're going to talk. The some team with that best record doesn't usually win the World Series. So. Well, the only there's only four teams who have done it and two of them have been me and two of them have been you. So two for me, luck two is, for you. Two for me, two for you. I can't get you there. But anyways, moving on to the updated odds for the MLB awards. So, AL MVP Mike Trout somehow still the favorite to win MVP in the AL. We got him at my Odd Shark on Twitter at Odd Shark. Shout out has <laughs> Mike Trout at minus one seventy five, Mookie Betts plus one seventy five, and JD plus five hundred, Jose Ramirez plus seven hundred, and Altuve plus sixteen hundred. So, how is Altuve even on there? I don't know, but I think this um. I think it's a little ridiculous that I mean, call me a homer, say what you want, but I think it's a little ridiculous that Mike Trout is still the favorite at this point. (laughs) Mookie Betts is having a better season than him in every category, and they go back and forth. He's behind him in WAR. Barely though, they they pass each other every other day. No, Trout's behind him in WAR. Oh yes, yeah, he probably yeah. Behind him in WAR, he's on the lesser team, uh, and the numbers are. Or better for for Mookie or or for JD, I guess. Well, I guess for JD, I don't really want to count him for the defense. Trout will kill him in defense, but but yeah, I mean, on the better team, I'm a big fan of doing it on the team that's the best team or one of the top teams, the player that's best. But as long as uh, as long as he's dominant, if he's not like dominant, if it's like everyone chipping in, obviously not. But but it. It's clear that the Red Sox are the the best team in the American League and baseball, obviously. And you know, Mookie Betts is their best overall player. He's their best defender. You know, he's their probably their best base runner. Best all or him or JD take it. But I mean, I'd give it to him. I, I think it's a little disrespectful to give it to Trout. And after how much time he's missed, think about that. They Kevin Durant got knocked out of the MVP voting last year because he missed so much time. I know it's a different sport, but he only missed like twenty something games. They're like. You're out of the end. Right. Trout, what did he miss? 30 games this year? He misses a ton of games every year, and he doesn't get that much shit for it. Even, I think even Jose Ramirez should be favored more than him, to be I honest. I agree. With you. I would take Jose Ramirez 110%. And the, the Indians look dangerous. The Indians are are playing well, so, and he's the catalyst for them, him and Lindor. Yeah, he and didn't have a great series Lindor. against the Red Sox. I don't think he had a hit through the first two games. He did not have a great series this week. Who, Jose? Yeah, Jose Ramirez yeah. did not have a great series against yeah. the Red Sox. And he's Sox. still got, like, what, 30-something you know, 30 something home runs? Oh, yeah. he's 90, Yeah. It's crazy. He's, he's, a, just, he's an animal. Yeah, he's just raking everything. Line drives, bombs, doubles, stealing bases. He's fat. He steals bases. I don't know how. The only way that... <laughs> I think get Dave this. Get this. Up. Wait, sorry. He. They say he weighs 165 pounds. On ESPN and, and, and think, no fucking shot, Jose Ramirez weighs 165 pounds. You've seen that guy in a uniform? Everything's sticking out. 
And he's hit 37 home runs. There's no fucking way. 165 pounds. Yeah, get the fuck out of here. Dude, look at look at baseball reference. Anything. It says 165 pounds. I said that, and because I saw an MLB, I was watching MLB Network, and they say, "How does he do it? Five ten, five nine, hundred five nine, hundred sixty-five pounds." Well, there's he's not 165 pounds. That's how he does it. He's 100. He's 210 at least. Yo, so I'm uh, I'm looking at these uh, odds on my bookie. And they have a special bet that you can bet on Esteban Luiz's federal drug charges sentence. Will he get one to five years, six to nine, ten to twenty, twenty plus, or life? What's the what's the underdog? I'll go with that. Probably one to whatever. One to five is the underdog, which is not good news for him. <laughs> that's not, yeah, that's not, not, not good, news. good news. And six to nine second. So what, what's ten, the favorite? Ten to twenty coming in at the favorite of minus two fifty. Oof. E. Oh, what are we doing? Twenty five, twenty plus. I might take can twenty I, plus. Can I phone a friend? <laughs> like, oh yeah. wait, hold on. Oh, I take that back. What I just said. I thought that was a plus sign. Zoomed in. Twenty plus is minus five fifty. Oh, oh shit! Really not looking good for him. How old is wow. he? Wow. I mean, he pitched. Like in our lifetime, he probably retired in like the uh, the late two thousands, early two thousand, early teens. He's yeah, he's probably mid for mid late forties. He can't be. He's not. There's no way he's fifty yet. Like he, he was like pitching like within the yeah, last ten so years. I mean, it's pretty much the rest of his life. Good life. Wow, that's annoying. That's why. That's that's, that's tough. That's tough. Well, that's tough. Okay. Yeah, I mean, fifty to seventy doesn't sound great as is, let alone in jail. Yeah, I mean, that's also supposed to be retirement time. Like you're on the beach, like sipping pina coladas. Well, yeah, the back end. Yeah. Now he's gonna be drinking, you know, pr- prison piss wine. You know, you know what else is tough? Deciding who the NL MVP is because these odds are much closer than the AL MVP. We got Freddie Freeman coming in as the favorite, plus 125 with Nolan Arenado, not far behind, plus 150. And then Bryce back at plus 600, DeGrom plus 700, and then a bunch of other fucking people who don't matter because they're not going to win. <laughs> I, heard, yeah, I, don't, uh, I, see, I don't like DeGrom for MVP. Well, I don't, particularly I don't like pitchers in the MVP race because unless they have an over, overwhelming year. But I, although I think he's right there with Nola for the him, Nola Scherzer, three-headed race for the – I I don't understand how you could put him in the in the mix for MVP being how bad the Mets are. Like, I was thinking how, the same thing. You know, so that's where I I just obviously he's so valuable and we've we've screwed him so many times. But I, it's just it's not really significant, unfortunately enough for him. It's just not significant. Like and like he hasn't. I mean, he's only got eight wins on the year. So to say that he's the most valuable player and it's not his fault. But uh, yeah, I'm. I picked Freeman at the break, actually, but I really like Javi Baez. His war numbers just don't make sense to me. They're just – they don't make sense. I think they should be much higher based on his numbers in defense. You think if Arenado carries – like has a big September, carries the Rockies to the division, he Look, that, that, that could – That's one. And Matt Carpenter, if they win that division, it's probably Matt Carpenter. Oh, yeah. He yeah. could be a little... – be like a super underdog there to take that. I don't even know if he's a super money underdog. On. He's got 34 home runs right now. You should see his numbers since May 5th on. Yeah, fat, oh, like, I bet. He was a 150 hitter before, literally, and now he's like a three, 
340, 350 hitter. Just hitting 31 bombs since then. Like, it's ridiculous. They say He says his secret is the salsa. He has a salsa recipe that's apparently very good. And so. he credits the salsa to his uh, slump. But then you could look at Arizona, Goldie. Goldie's been on fire after a first two-month slump or so. He's been on fire. I think you picked him early. You picked him, I like, picked him early. beginning of the season, I think. Going into the season. I had some good yeah. picks this year for that. Goldie and Freeman are both in there. Um, but, yeah, like, he could easily win it. If they win that division and then Manny Machado's in there and they outbeat Nolan Arenado, I'd be more prone to give it to the player who wins the division if he's if he's considerably better than the other other two down the stretch. Has anybody has anybody ever won an MVP playing in both leagues in the same year? I I knew you were just gonna say that. I don't know. I don't I don't think the numbers count. I don't think they carry over. Yeah, I don't think yeah, you yeah, you have two separate. I don't think yeah. we've been done. Which I don't really like that the numbers don't carry over because it's all one league. You're all in the same I don't know. I, I guess because it's a league-centered award. I guess that's why. Yeah, yeah, exactly. If it was a MLB-wide award, I'm sure it'd be different. Yeah, but, um, but yeah, if the Cardinals won the division, how do you tell me Matt Carpenter isn't? Doesn't get it. Yeah, that's very true. He's leading that fucking team. He's he, he's he's killing it. What he's got? 30 Absolutely killing it. And then Javi Baez. That's the thing. Like I went to defensive war. I think. Tons of players have much defensive wars in him. I think his defensive war is like a point. It doesn't make sense to me. It, it's just like he's such a great defender. I don't see him make errors. And then there's players like Matt Chapman, who's a great defender, or other really good defenders that like are his war. Their defensive wars are triple his. I don't understand it. Because that's why his war is – I'm trying to look it up. His war isn't like in the top five or six or seven even. It's, what is he? It's uh. No, he might not even be in the top like ten or fifteen. He's seventh in offensive war, but then in okay. defensive war, he's not like. He's nowhere in there, and he and he's had a very good defensive year, but I just it, it's weird. Sometimes the analytics make because. Because you look at Baez, he's batting about 300. He's got, I think, 28 home runs, 14 steals, I believe. Um, no, 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 sorry. 20 steals, 292, 92 RBIs, 26 home runs, 75 runs. Those are probably the best numbers at anyone overall compared to maybe Freeman's probably a little bit behind, but he doesn't have the steals. And then Nolan Arenado, but his numbers are inflated because of Coors Field. So... Right, and then you put his defense with that. I would just think his WAR should be much higher, but that's why I'm not there. I guess I don't know. Well, you know, I mean, that's definitely going to be a close one coming down to it. The NL Cy Young probably going to be one of the closer races too, between Degrom, Scherzer, and Nola. Degrom's still the favorite, minus one seventy-five. Scherzer plus one fifty, and Nola is plus seven fifty. I think it should be a little bit lower than that. Maybe oh, like, I, plus I like 350 Nola. or 400. That's a good value, honestly. It's if a very you, good if value. If you put some on that, that's some good value right there. That's a, bleacher, that's a bleacher bet right there. That's oh, a yeah. Bet. Welcome. Certified. <laughs> 10% finder's fee on I winnings. I would take Nola and Scherzer of the same exact year of A of 2.13. They went against each other today. Nola won eight shutout innings. Yeah, they had a. Pitching duel today. Pitching I, duel. I didn't see it. 15 and 3 it. on the year now. 
Um, I would put him over Scherzer. I would put him second. I would put him second. I, I like. He's, and obviously Degrom's the front runner. He's fucking. I, I think Degrom's in the front, unless that ERA margin becomes minuscule. I think it should go to him, unless it's within like point one or point one five. Then I can see all the wins and stuff, and like the better team have relevance. But if he's up, you know, he's up point four on these guys, almost half a run. He's down. His ERA didn't change today. One point seven one. It's been like one point seven for five starts. That's incredible. The consistency. It's just yeah, like, it's crazy. It's been between one five and one seven all year. Like, so I give it to him. But if it's within like point one or so. If you give it to Nola, the, the next closest guy, and he's got like 22 wins, I can't argue it. Yeah, the wins are definitely going to hurt him. That's well, definitely the, the betting line doesn't say that actually. I mean, right? Well, who knows? I don't. But I, I mean, the I ERA solo. The ERA solo. The ERA is ERA is the most important thing to me for a pitcher. Oh, absolutely. Followed by WHIP. Those yep. are the most important things. If you got a really high WHIP. You know, Scherzer, Scherzer is leading the way in whip. 0.89. Degrom and Nola both have a 0.97. Yeah, it's that's it's important. It's definitely it's definitely important. But ERA is inevitably the most important, and what what counts on the run on the uh, on the scoreboard. So, I guess I guess I just look for it if it's I guess they're both so low. You know, it's like. I guess I just look for it in regards to, like, if someone's got, like, a 1.4, 1.3 whip and, like, a 3.5 ERA, it's just, like, they work with runners on a lot. Like, they give up a, a home run. There's a couple more chance of guys being on. It's more of significance. But, um, who's got more strikeouts? That's what I'm looking uh, Dude, Scherzer. ESPN literally Scherzer doesn't has, have strikeouts. Scherzer, Scherzer has two... Forty-four or two, yeah, two forty-four, and Degrom has two fourteen. That's so much. Two thir- it says two, yeah, two thirty-four going into today, and then two forty-four. Wow, that's crazy. Nola's only got one hundred sixty-nine. But then again, how does how much does that matter? Oh, much- I, I don't think it does, especially if you have a low WHIP and a low uh, ERA. Yeah, I it's like a sexy stat. Strikeout. Exactly. It's a, se- it's a sexy stat. Exactly. It's like, ooh, great. Like, I love to see it. I love it for fantasy. But it's like, does it really matter? Because, like, if you have the same everything else, how you go about your bit. And if anything, it's probably a detriment because you're not, you may not be able to go as far into games because right, right. of higher pitch counts if you have more, if you have more, a lot of times more strikeouts, more pitches rather than someone who's just a ground ball pitcher, double play pitcher, double play, you know, inducing ground balls, you know. I wouldn't, you know, say it's worse necessarily, but like Chris Archer, he's a strikeout machine. What does that do for his ERA? <laughs> doesn't doesn't help him out. So no, definitely not. Um, the AL is pretty pretty much two people, three people maybe. I mean, it's obviously Sale and Verlander, and you can throw Kluber in there too. But I mean, other than that, I don't think Bauer really has a shot at it. I'm sad I he doesn't have a shot because he should. Have I know. He should, but I I think Kluber kind of takes the. No, I mean I mean Bauer's out for the next four to six weeks, so he you know. Right. He oh, that's right. Yeah, oh he my can't. God. He can't. I had him in fantasy. He he. I think his numbers were better than Kluber's. I'm pretty sure. Bauer's numbers were incredible this year. 
He had. Right, I, actually, I actually from today. So I dropped him in fantasy. That's so ballsy of me because I was just like I'm not holding <laughs> on to this guy. But two point two two ERA, one point oh nine WHIP, two hundred fourteen strikeouts, twelve wins. Like you know. Yeah, yeah that's filthy. That's a great season. As compared to Cooper, <clears throat> who has now at least has a two point seven four ERA, considerably higher. 0.95 whip lower, 166 Ks, 16 more wins. More wins, but a half a run more per game. So when it comes to that, I, I'm all Trevor Bauer. Yeah. yeah. I'm a huge Trevor Bauer fan. I know he, he, he is excellent. He is such a good like it, But I just like it. He's just like says what he means. He doesn't really care what people think. Doesn't care if he offends people. If he can't sound too smart, he doesn't care. No, he just he just deals, and 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 now he's backing it up for a way he didn't really back it up. Now he's just dealing. So yeah, he like does he does have that nice I don't give a fuck attitude. Yeah, he he's probably the most I don't give a fuck player in the league. Yeah, I think like, at times he he's he hasn't learned to really perfect it yet. Like he's not like a he's not a he's great not a asshole yet. Level of not giving a fuck. Yeah, but he's, but good. he's he yeah he's like he's just kind of an asshole and is just it's it turns out to be funny and witty sometimes but like other times he still looks like an idiot. Like so, the drone. Yeah. Did you guys like, see Jay Cutler's the video of that sh- his girlfriend or wife whatever put up today and she's like join us for the whatever very cavalry whatever and then goes right Jay and pans to Jay Cutler and he's like hard pass. <laughs> he's just like stone face. He's like hard pass. Hard pass. <laughs> He's hilarious. Dude, he's my favorite show. television character, actor, reality star ever. We, we, yeah, we need like, him in movies. We there, need him. We need him on Sundays. Like we there isn't him. even a, a fictional character that I enjoy more than him. Like that's yeah. just him, and he's as entertaining as any fictional that has character. Nothing, that has nothing anyone's to do with his ability of. to play football. Yeah, absolutely. It, it, well, if anything, it helps it. His. His ability to put any work yeah. in or any any sense of care or, or belonging in the league, and he still, you know, could so put up, you know, twenty two touchdowns, twelve, fifteen picks, you know, whatever. Let's rip a sig. Yeah. In the yeah. meantime, let's just he, he made a boatload of money in the league, probably like one hundred fifty, two hundred million. Oh. Yeah. Oh yeah. Good for oh, him. We 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 do we need a Stephen Stephen A to Stephen A for that? <laughs> he robbed the city of Chicago. I mean, oh, don't get me started on no Jay Cutler. He yeah. he robbed a city. He should be in prison for years. Re- residents of Chicago, you should go down to your local police department and file a report for all the money that all the money report that man. man. <laughs> but Dave, you uh, met Shiggy, didn't you? He's a bona fide. I did. I did Damn meet life. Shiggy. I I didn't have time to ask him for a, a Stephen A. impression. He was literally in the middle of Herald Square, like. Right in front of me, like across the corner from Macy's, like it's probably ten thousand people in view of him. How did he see? <laughs> he was nice. He was super nice. He was happy to take a how's picture. Gonna be, I was gonna say, how's he gonna be a dick to anyone? He's Instagram famous. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I don't know. People know it. Oh yeah, I'm sure people they do. Know it. I'm sure they but, do. Um, yeah, in case our viewers didn't know, Dave uh, meets everyone in the streets of New York, like everyone. So. Probably in large part because he's very right like, including um, Derek Jeter, which is pro- is probably the, the best one you could do in New York. And Ladanian Tomlinson. 
Yeah, well, Danian Tomlinson was at a work event, so, like, that was, like, kind of, that was, like, shooting ducks in a barrel. Yeah, Kevin Love, Joe Kim Noah off the streets. Yeah, well, Joe Kim Noah, I just, I was his sh- chauffeur for, uh, for a minute. <laughs> I, you know, I saw him on the corner, me and my buddy are driving, go park the car, see him on the corner. Like, he's just standing there with a suitcase. I'm like, oh, boy. So I get out the car, I go, like, dap him up, Joe Kim, what's going on, man? Like, mind if I get a r- quick picture? And he just looks at me, he goes, yeah, if I can get a ride. <laughs> I'm like, uh, yeah, get in the fucking car, man. Where are you going? So he, he walks over to the car. We're in like a Cavalier, a Cleveland, uh, not a Cleveland Cavalier, but like a Chevy Cavalier. It's a small ass car. And he refuses to sit shotgun. He's like, nah, I got the back. So I like, am, I pull up the seat. I'm literally like in the Is fetal it a coupe? position. It's- no, it's, it's, it's. Or no, yeah, it was a two door, but it had like a back, a legitimate back seat. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, you have to fold the seat forward, yeah, yeah. right? Yeah, exactly. So I'm like crunched up against in the fetal position, like seat as far up as it can go, and he's doing the same thing in the back. And we just like he he's got to go like 25 blocks away across town. So we're like, all right, let's go. <laughs> we proceed. To, we proceed to drive. You know, drive let's Joe Kim Noah across Manhattan. Um. Yeah, it was, he's it was, French, right? He, his dad's French. He grew up in Brooklyn, and though. Oh, and he's like seven feet, six eleven, six ten. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, in the back of a Chevy Cavalier. <laughs> it was crazy. He was he was all scrunched up. Um, it was a, it was a pretty funny conversation. I'm not. Gonna, I don't want to go too much into it, but you know, it's a banter about the Knicks. Uh, we asked Which him. Which he wasn't on at the time. Yeah, well, so the first thing he says when he gets in, he's like, "Why?" It was the lockout summer, so he's like, oh, "Thanks a lot, guys, for like helping me save on the cab fare. This lockout's killing me." And we're like, we both look at him like, "Motherfucker, you just signed a fifty-five million dollar contract. You can't afford a fourteen dollar <laughs> cab ride. The fuck are you talking about?" <laughs> so we just like kind of let it go. But <laughs> he was, uh, we so had, we like, you gotta let. We're giving you a free ride, so you gotta let Amari buy for a dunk next time like next time you're in new york and he was just like fuck that shit <laughs> <laughs> like, all right that's hilarious guess not and then we uh oh, we're talking about a myriad of other things some appropriate some inappropriate um and then dropped him off on a corner he took a picture with us and turned the corner and never saw him again that was Man, that he <laughs> great guy even great even better defender now let's hope that you two are good defenders because we're gonna defend that oh, ball. Oh, that let's go. That ball right now. Okay, guys, we're only gonna do two because we got we got some other stuff to get to. So you're gonna pick A or B. Um, I'm gonna close my eyes and then I'm gonna pick that Dave goes first this time. Don't know why I close my eyes, but Dave, you're gonna <laughs> go first. A or B? Uh, give me A. Dave. The new helmet rule that is so controversial is the best thing to happen to football. Defend that wall. Oh, that's oh, awesome. you're a motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> you're a monster. Um, you should be behind bars in Chicago. Okay, I mean, give it to me. Um, oh, let me get let me get the the, the clock going. I got it. You know what? You know no, what? I want. I want this. I want it. I want it. Okay. I want it. I want it. I want it. I'm not taking it. Yeah, fuck it. All right. At the end of the day, football is an extremely violent sport, and 
what the NBA thrives off is having their stars on the floor as much as possible. They promote their stars. Their stars are the first, their faces of the league. They're the first thing you see. They're almost more important than the teams are. Um, and it's the opposite in the NFL. So the name of the game now is promoting your stars and keeping them on the field and playing. And one of the best ways to do that is to try and alleviate rules that cause injuries. So that's the hope with this. I mean, you might get a, you might get a lesser product in, in some people's eyes, but at the end of the day, the goal is player safety long term and having these guys on, on the field as much as possible to promote the stars and keep the, the ratings going. Um, and I, I can't do more than 50 seconds. There's no way. <laughs> you, you ever no see way. someone, you ever see someone just bullshit their way through something they don't believe yeah. in because now you have. <laughs> Yeah, I was, oh, I was wholehearted. It sounded Sully. very well, just your facial expressions, and you were just very upset doing so. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I, like, that was that had to be on radio. If there was video of that, there's no shot. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, are you ready for yours, Sully? I'm ready for it. Dave's going to wish you got this one. The New oh. York Yankees will win the World Series. Jeez. I'm actually, I'm actually glad I got to hear Sully get this one. All right, I'm glad it worked out. All right, let me get the timer up. Timer up. I started drinking seltzer water recently. It's pretty fucking delicious. I just hate dead air, man. I just, I just looked at my seltzer and I'm like, cucumber right. melon. Don't mind if I do. All right, so I got this. All right. So, people are very down on the Yankees right now, but we got to remember they're without their best player, obviously. They're without Judge. Bearing, he comes back healthy. He gets it. He gets it going. His injury could be a good thing for them. You got guys like Andujar being forced into bigger roles. You could take, uh, Bird's been stepping up. You have players that now had to assert themselves. Now they can go back and they have that extra protection in the lineup, similar to the, to the Red Sox with J.D. Martinez, what he's given them. When the rosters expand, they have some great potential in the minors in regards to Justice Sheff- Sheffield. This kid's apparently the real deal. He can throw whatever, what is it, 100? You know, he can bring it. Um, it's kind of weird they haven't brought him up yet, but, you know, he could be a, a real good arm for them in the postseason. Uh, Lynn before last night was very good. Jay Happ, you know what you're going to get from him. Those are solid guys in the bullpen or at the back end of the rotation. CC's been great. Um, Tanaka has been very good. Really, as long as Severino can, can, uh, you know, recover and he's got four or five starts to do so, they could win the wild card game and then they just got to take it series by series and they can beat all the teams. They just got to, they got to pitch well and they need Severino at his, at his best. If he can be back on top and a Cy Young award winning player, a caliber player, I mean, they can go to the world series for sure. Nice job, Sully. I really you know like what? that. You know I man. I agree. Yeah, I you don't, don't say Jones. It was it was, but it yeah, was, it, it, it was very it, well said. It, it, you know, it rests on Severino and Judge at the end of the day. I didn't even mention Stanton. Stanton's killing it. I mean, Stanton's shredding the ball like he is. You have those two guys together, but Judge is the guy that makes. He's the guy that makes them go. Which we which we can see a little more now. Like with the yeah. Red Sox, I think the Red Sox can be better without Mookie than they can without JD. JD just takes so much pressure off the lineup. 
Oh, yeah, because now you have guys like Xander's batting almost 300. Benintendi's hovering around 300. They're yeah, both going to be close to 100 runs scored, close to 100 RBIs. Like, Yeah, they bat, they bat around them, protection around them in the order, yeah. You see but, it the past two days. They, they literally, you can go into a game with this team, and then all of a sudden, you know, the offense will be quiet. All it takes is one quick inning, and all of a sudden you're down seven runs. Or all of a sudden you're down five, six runs. It's like it's... That's what people go with that team. Yeah, that offense. It only takes a couple innings for them to win a game. <laughs> it's true. Very, very dynamic. Hmm. But, uh, moving on from that, we're gonna go right into real or fake news. We're gonna do more of an open, open-ended style on this. Won't be as won't be as quick as normal. We'll expand on these topics a little. I think they're good ones today, courtesy of Sully. Um. So Jarvis Landry. He feels like he's the best wide receiver in the league. That he can put Cleveland on his back and take over Cleveland for LeBron. This is some real news or some fake news? What do you think, Dave? It's obviously fake news. I'm not an idiot. <laughs> I just had to, I just had to include Jarvis Landry in real or fake news because he's the most delusional player in the NFL. That's what I'm saying. Like it's a, it's like one this thing. Is it's why like, I hate him. If, like, DeAndre Hopkins says it, who's, like, yeah, he's a top four or five wide receiver, unarguably. But, like, I get it if he believes he's the best. Like, okay, I'll I'll listen to that argument. But, like, there's not a single shred of evidence Jarvis Landry is even a top three or four wide receiver. I mean, five. Like, you can't make the argument. Maybe top ten. Maybe on a good day if you're, like— That's a tough argument. That's still a tough argument. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Based off catches— yeah, so. but like, I just don't. I don't. He needs to tell me some something tangible that proves he's his 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 argument. I just don't. I just it don't get it. It doesn't exist. Exactly. Yeah, like he thinks he's Odell Beckham, and he's he can't shine his shoes. He, he, this is his first. He can't shine shoes. This was he had scored touchdowns this year, which was nice. But I mean, Odell. What did he score? I think he scored nine this year. Odell scores what? 12, 13 in his sleep. Like, yeah. Landry is averaging four a year. Like, and yeah, he'll give you a thousand me, yards a year. I'll take Odell year, Beckham but... on my team over Landry any day of the week. And I'm not an Odell Beckham fan in the least. Yeah, as a as everything. And I love Landry. I think Landry brings a lot of energy. So I give him that. I think he, he's a very, uh, I think he's a very, like, just tough football player. I'll give him that. Like, run blocking, you know. He's solid. He'll, you know, he gives the effort, which, like, they all should. So I'll give him that. But, I mean, I'm still a 1,000% taking Odell, and I'm really not an Odell fan. He's just incredible. And you can't deny it, like, easy. Like, just, like, those are the two LSU guys. He cried, apparently, because he got picked after him. Like, dude, what do you think you are? Like, <laughs> he just doesn't He doesn't get it. I, I, he's not even I, the best receiver on that team. No. He's not. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> you can't sign Josh Gordon's Gordon shoes either. Best it's gonna be, if Josh Gordon comes in as good as he can be, he's going to be one of the best receivers in the league. He's so oh fucking God. fast, and he's got such so good hands. Man. Yeah, and he's massive. He literally looks like – he looks – I'm trying to think of who to compare him to. He looks like a fucking superhero. He's, he's, a fucking, he's like a, a fucking gazelle, dude. <laughs> it's yeah, now – yeah. Like, and now that now here's the thing. Now he has a quarterback. Last year he was getting tons of targets. He had a couple of games, but just 
Deshaun Kaiser was throwing the ball. I mean, even um, Baker had a pretty good performance in the preseason. He He's did. Like, he did look good. They, so I'm either either the two of them, Baker or or Tyrod Taylor. Let's use Taylor right now because he's gonna be the guy. Taylor. I mean, Taylor's a very solid solid quarterback. He's very. We solid. know Baker can sling the ball all over the field, and like, Baker can sling it. You know, so it's gonna be a. I think there's it. We talked about it in the chat a ton, but like. I think Dave, you said it that it's like they're either going to be like six or seven or eight wins good, or they're going to be like two or three wins good. Yeah, like I think they'll win some games. I'm excited to see how good they no are. Though. I mean, have you been watching Hard Knocks? Have, like, have to win a game. Hard Knocks is not a good look for them. No, they are laughable. They are literally. Did you hear the coach, the, the uh, O line coach? He's like. You think they stretch before they ran across the beach at Normandy? He's like, yeah, hold on. Let me get my rubber band and stretch before I run across this fucking beach. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm like, great. what does that even mean? I'm like, what are you even talking about? No, but like they're like not, they're like walking into huddles and like they're just getting screamed at to run and they like look at the coach and just like continue walking. Like <laughs> <laughs> That's not good. It's just like fucking uh, middle school that shit. That team does have a lot of talent though. The team does have they a lot do. of they, they got that that's where they lack. I mean that that's where they've lacked in years past. Like so there's been such a lacking there where it's like it's laughable. And now it's like at least probably near near average. I mean defensively they got Demarius Randall from the uh from the Packers. He's he's a good defensive back. He's a pretty good corner. So I mean and who's the running who's their running back? They got Hyde. Hyde and Chubb. Hyde and Chubb. Chubb, I mean Chubb had a huge year, and then oh, from Georgia. Wait, yeah, Nate yeah, Chubb. yeah, yeah. I was gonna say that. Oh, but who they who they draft with the fourth pick? I thought De- uh, Ward. And oh yes, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, who ended up with Chubb? Who ended up with Bradley Chubb? Bradley Chubb, the Broncos. Broncos. Right. Yeah. That's right. Okay. But yeah, man. Yeah, so they got Ward. Ran, they got. They got talent out there, and then and you got you got Baker, who's obviously talented. May not be the most talented number one pick. It probably should have been picked there. And you got Tyrod is Tyrod is you know I like Tyrod. People will give him a bad rap, but he's very he's at least, he's average at least. So he can give the ball. He's never really had receivers too. So like now he's got talented receivers. Let's see if that can elevate his game. Tyrod or Alex Tyrod? Smith. Tyrod. Who can who can Alex Smith had people? I mean, he had he had the best tight end in the football, you know, second best tight end, Kelsey. What about yeah, Cousins, I mean, Tyrod or Cousins? Who do I like better? You starting a team? Who's your quarterback? If I'm starting a team, I, I go Cousins. regardless of age. Regardless of age. Oh, regardless of age. Yeah. Cousins. That's tough. I, I I go Cousins because I think I don't know if Alex Smith can win a Super Bowl. I don't know if he's capable of it, I'm, but I I like I meant, how he I meant Tyrod Ty versus Cousins. You still take Tyrod? No, I take Cousins. Okay. What about Stafford? Stafford over everyone. Okay, that's what, yeah, I agree. Well, yeah. Chris Sims ranked Stafford as his fourth best quarterback in the NFL today. I saw that online. I was like, Bill Sims. Uh, Chris Sims, his son. Oh, that's that's not good. He's at Bleacher Report, I think. Um, I'm a, but huge, he, I'm a huge he, Stafford but, fan. I think Stafford's somewhere in like seven. Top seven. Like yeah, level. top seven. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. He's like with like Matt Ryan and and like I don't know Russell Wilson like that. No, that, Russell Wilson's way way higher. Yeah, I, I put. Russell, I, 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 have Wilson, like, I agree with the Matt Ryan comparison. Though. I have Russell Wilson like third or fourth, honestly. Matt Ryan's the, definitely the closest one, the closest comparison. Matt Ryan, Matt Ryan is right there with him. Cam Newton is a little bit behind him. Yeah, I agree. I'd say yeah, and then you got, you got Russell um, third or fourth, like Russell Wilson's like the highest Russell rating ever. So I feel like you could make an argument from like four to like ten for Russell Wilson. I mean, think about how many games they would have won last year without him. Three, one. Two? Yeah, probably not a lot. Not a lot. They Think about this. Russell Wilson didn't have an offensive line, didn't have a running game, and the defense was way worse. And they what? still were a solid team last year. What, were they 9-7? and seven? What's better, virgin Russell Wilson or not virgin Russell Wilson? <laughs> virgin uh, Russell Wilson. He is uh, more on the line. I'm going to go Super Bowl virgin, virgin, virgin Russell, Russell Wilson because that's when he won the Super Bowl. Yeah. Yeah, because that was, that was pre and. That was, you know, the pre-throw the ball. No, actually, no, I was doing it too. But, yeah, I, I go go Virgin Russ Wilson. Just go full-on Virgin. And then when he lost it, he came back and got to the Super Bowl, and we all remember what happened that time. <clears throat> we all remember him throwing a pick to lose the game. <laughs> I mean, I know I do. I don't but remember that. The Virgin Russell Wilson. Dave, are you eating a, a gummy a gummy penis? <laughs> no, it's a. I don't know what it is. It's, a gum, it's like a circle shape. I don't know. You know how you, you can send. It looks like the end of a key, like one of the end of those old fashioned keys. Yeah, you yeah. can send people like bags. It almost of looks like a ring. Eat a bag of dicks. Yeah, is that mango? I think so. Some type of like oh. fruit, fruit like that. Some off. We love our candy. Fruit. We love our candy here. At love our candy. Off our off-brand flavored candy. We also, we also love um, crap, guys. I completely lost my list. We also, <laughs> we love, we love some other shit too. Hold on. Oh yeah. Okay. 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 And we're back. We're back. We're back. Sorry, a little mix up there. Not the usual host, guys. Give me a break. Cut me some slack. Anyways. <laughs> we love Khalil Mack. What we don't love is fucking shitty ass attitude. And Dave might not. Really fake news is Khalil Mack going to the Giants. I'm going to say fake news because oh. I mean, as as much as I would absolutely love. love to have Khalil Mack on my team, um. The Giants' cap situation right now is just not really realistic, and players that they'd have to give up to get him is not necessarily players you'd want to give up. Um, you know, to, like a deal would be maybe you'd have to send Vernon in a first round pick, and it's like, okay, yeah, he's an upgrade at pass rusher, but like, is it an upgrade worth the first round pick? Um, like, and you, the reason you get a Khalil Mack is to pair him with Olivier Vernon, not replace him with Olivier Vernon or, you know, replace Vernon with him. Um, and second, it's, uh, you can't, you can't trade him. You can't trade for him. A guy looking for another monster deal until you pay Odell Beckham. Like you can't, you can't pay Odell anyone before Odell. And um, frankly, I'm a little annoyed with the giants. That it's taken this long. Um, but I hope it's not Odell being ridiculous and wanting 20, 22 million, um, 
just settle on one dollar more than Antonio Brown and let let that's be it. Um, so I just don't think I just the, the timing wise it would be too difficult. Um, they don't have really the salary cap to do it. They have one point five million in space right now, and even if they kept him on his current deal this year and then tried to re-sign him in next year, then pretty much the only route to do it would be Eli Manning not being on the team. And, you know, who knows what Eli's going to be this year. You hope he's, you know, better than last year. Um, but, you know, I- I- even if he has a competent year, like, you have to have that position solved for next year if you plan on letting him go and getting and re-signing Mac. Um, and and as of now, it's not. Yeah, correct. Yeah. So I think it's, you know, on, on the surface, everyone wants to have Khalil Mack on their team. But um, when you when you look at the actual situation, I don't think it's very realistic. Not to say that he won't get traded because I, I think he might. Like we said, I've read multiple times the Raiders don't have the cash in their bank account to cover his signing bonus. And I don't know how that's possible as a company worth $3 billion. But that's that's what multiple people have said. Um and it just doesn't make sense that they would want to get rid of this guy. But I mean, maybe he's being nuts too and asking for twenty-two million as a defensive end. Like that's what if he's got. I don't care who you are. If you're walking into my office as a GM, I'm. Yeah, there's the door. We're going to be trading you if you want twenty-two million dollars. Unless you're a quarterback, yeah. That's the only. Oh thing. yeah, exactly. I mean, say, I'm saying thing. as a defensive end, like yeah, yeah, no other position you can give that money to. No. There's Wait, not. question. Are they? Do they pay for their new stadium out of pocket? Do they? No, that's why I mean, they went to Vegas. Obviously, they take loans, but like obviously, they like pay take money out to pay for it. Or, or is Vegas paying for it? Well, Vegas is definitely paying for part of it. Um, that's why they left Oakland because Oakland wouldn't fuss up uh, and, and buck or buck up and give no a new idea. new stadium. I have no idea how that shit works. You know what I mean? Fucking, that's kind of crazy though, because yeah, those stadiums are like billions of dollars, right? Yeah, their dude, their stadium in Las Vegas looks fucking it's gonna nice, be insane. Yo. You see, it's gonna have a jail in it, <laughs> a jail and a courthouse in it. Good, that's uh, the old Eagle, Eagles Veteran Stadium used to have that. Yeah, is yeah. that so they can get them out and get them back into the game, get them back into the stadium? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> They're like, get back out there, kid. <laughs> I don't. I, I think he'll be traded. I don't think he'll play for the Raiders this year. I, I I think he'll be traded. I think I think there's going to be teams will be hesitant though because they know what they're going to get themselves into, and it's probably an irrational player in Khalil Mack wanting a ton of money, and teams not really being able to afford that. So I think a lot of a lot of everyone wants to trade for him. It's one of those situations, but it's once you get to the contract situation, it gets a little murky because you have to trade something for him and then pay him. And you might have to, it may be, you know, addition by subtraction. They might have to get let go of some people. So, worth it. May not be for a lot of teams. But I will say this, though. If you're a team like the Jets, you got some cap room, and especially for the future, you don't have a lot of money tied up. I mean, and you're looking for, you know, a, we've been looking for a DN for years. Years, literally. We, have had, we haven't had a corner rush edge rusher and i god knows how long but i think he'd be great for somewhere like on the jets if we because we're gonna have the cap room him and jamal adams together um uh who's the uh who's the linebacker's name uh lee darren lee he's another another really good upcoming player 
really have a solid core there. And then, you know, with Darnold leading the offense, you know, I think it could make us, you know, really serious. I think it'd be a good move for the Jets. Yeah, I think it'd be, we'd because we could pay him. That's the thing. So I think we'd be, you know, in a couple years, you'd have to look at us as contenders, possibly, as long as we get him up. But, I mean, you have to be prepared to, like, sign that $20 million check, you know, like $20 million a year. Um. So I mean, you know, whether you think it, it it's you know worth it or not is you know what are you giving up for him and is it worth the difference in in pay? I mean, what do you have to lose? <clears throat> yeah, I mean, we uh, already have o- overvaluing a trade after for a one season rental. Well, if it was yeah. a one season rental, yeah, that I would not be in favor for it at all i mean but is it all oh, because this is the last year in his contract that's right yeah yeah it is but um there's certain positions you don't really need to speed mo- spend money on contrary to belief like wide receiver running back those are pretty replaceable so especially uh, their shelf life you don't want to pay yeah for those it's guys. really really what i'd be concerned about was just being able to afford a, a sufficient offensive line going forward and then they always have every team has decent running backs. Really, like they have a they have a slew of them. They got Powell, they got Crowell, they got Elijah McGuire. It's three solid guys, you know, that can suffice. You know, if if the quarterback's doing what he's supposed to be doing, and hopefully he will be, and hopefully soon. The savior. You think, you think they should trade Teddy? And you, who do you think is going to start the year? Teddy just doesn't have a role. I just don't. I don't see it. I mean. I love to. If we go to Teddy, I mean, Teddy could be better than Darnold for the next, I don't know, 20 months for all I know. You know? That's he could be better why, than, why not start Teddy? Because it was just, it could lead to an unwanted quarterback controversy that isn't natural. Like, But at the, at the same time, though, it could, and, and we'd have to owe much, much more money, which we could pay him, but. But at the same time, it could help his value, and it could, we could use him as a trade asset, and, and his value could go up. So that That's could what, be. That, I mean, let's let. Why not look at that? You play. You you either you play him. I mean, if your fear in playing him is that he'll decrease value, then you got to deal him now because he's not going to get yeah. any higher value than he is now. But like, if you are trying to win ball games, like I, I think it would be smart to to throw him out there and and you know maybe you play him till week seven or eight and. At the deadline, you ship him somewhere for you know second yeah. or third I round mean, pick, or when some you know the first quarterback goes down with an ACL or I guess a, you know just, separated shoulder. I, yeah, I guess it, the thing is like I guess it would just look like a waste for the Josh McCown. I guess it wouldn't be a waste the McCown signing because he's making like nine million. It's a lot to be a mentor, but we kind of signed him to be the guy this year, or just like he could still mentor. But like I said, like we're we gonna want to pay someone that amount of money for just. Sitting on the bench, and I guess you know we we can, but yeah, I mean it's definitely it's definitely an option because if someone got hurt, I'd I'd you know I'd want to be in talks with that team right away and deal them, and then hopefully you can play you know decent enough, and I think you know, I think you can play decent. I I, I see him kind of like uh I, I could see him as maybe you know a Tyrod Taylor with a little more upside. Yeah, I can see that's that. Kinda, that's kind of how I see him. You know, they're very mobile quarterbacks. Um, they use their feet when they have to, and they, you know, take advantage of it. But they they look to throw first normally, um, and they're pretty pretty efficient passers for the most part. And they neither of them had tremendous weapons at the receiver position really in their career. So 
Um, I mean, yeah, he, he gets, a, he gets the right really coach. Vikings. Yeah. What? He missed the great Bridgewater Vikings. missed out on, like, the good Vikings team. Yes, he missed out. He was a year away. He was a year away from being in a great situation out there. Mm-hmm. He really was. Poor Teddy. What were you saying, Dave? Uh, I honestly don't even remember. <laughs> I hate when I do that to people. I'm sorry. But I do know what you remember, and that is the questions for today in sports history. Why don't you oh, kick it off? Yeah, we got some we got some good ones. It was a little little took some took some digging and searching, but um I think we got some some good ones this week. Alright, so let me think about how I'm gonna phrase this one. Because if I say a certain word, it's gonna be a giveaway. For um, Sully. <clears throat> it's for either of you guys. Um Okay, on this day. This player agreed to his punishment in this day in 1989. This player agreed to a punishment by <laughs> by baseball. Oh, Pete Rose. Pete Rose. Yes. Hi, beat you to it, souls. You didn't beat me to it. Uh, yeah, I think I Tom said it first. I definitely no said it first. No way, dude. That was I easy did, I said it. I, no, We're going to have to go to the tape to put that on maybe right now. Maybe we'll have to go to the tape. I, I definitely knew it, tape. and then I, I definitely I knew it, and then I was like, it's definitely Pete Rose, and I'm like, well, I'm thinking about what if he does like a Michael Jordan backdoor weird question, but it's not really official, one of those things, and I was like, yeah. But, All right. Uh, the next two are, are a little a little more difficult, but they're good ones. Um, in 2009... Eric Bruntlett of the Phillies ended a game with this play marking only the second time in the history of baseball it happened. Triple play. Triple play. Oh. Yes. Only, this, <laughs> only the second game-ending triple play in Major League history. You got me on that one, so, right, I, so I, we're gonna I, we're I, gonna call it one one for here. the for the third one. This is the third oh, and final, geez. the tiebreaker. Uh, in Robert in in 1970, Roberto Clemente be- became the first person to set this MLB record by doing this in two consecutive games. Uh, the hits record. How many hits? Hits record by hitting home runs. No. Oh, no. hit streak! He had the longest hit streak. No, let me read it again. In no, 1970, I'm, I'm Roberto Roberto Clemente. Set the MLB record by doing this in two consecutive games. So the record was two games. No one had ever done it two games in a row. Oh, two games in a row? I'm going to yeah. say hit the cycle. No. Good guess, though. Grand Slam. Nope. Uh, no, that's dumb. I was going to Oh, how about... No. Walk-off? Nope. No. No. Is it something to do with his his arm? Throw throw runner out at home. No lead it's, off. It's at, it's at the plate. And it's it's simple. Oh, bunt for the game winner. No. Sack fly. No simple. You're, you're d- interpreting simple wrong. Common, I guess you could say. The stat. The stat. Uh. Triples. To win the game? No. Wait, it doesn't have anything to do with winning the game? No. 
A leadoff home run. He just did this in two consecutive games, being the first person to ever do it in two consecutive games. That's not, not a home run. Sense. Yes. I'm going to have to give it to you guys. It's taking too no. long. <laughs> uh, how about... Oh! Um, get a hit in every at-bat, both games. Yeah, he, he did do that. Uh, I, I'm gonna give it to you. The rec- the the exact record is first person to have five hits in consecutive games. Oh, oh, I basically got it. Uh, I basically yeah. got it. Yeah. But no one got it because it took us 45 tries. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. It ends in a tie. Yeah. Fuck. And what that you was do, you know? this today in sports history. Yeah, you know. And my streak's still going. I've got, I get one every week. So you do get one every That's week. True. It's very true. It's very true. We'll have to go really to the tapes. Want- who really won that first one? It was definitely me. Um, <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll take a look at the tapes, but yeah, we'll take a look at the tapes. Take a look at the tapes, but definitely me. The second one. It was it was Wait. me, but we'll take a look. But it was me. <laughs> <laughs> one more one more quick thing. Uh, Matt Harvey being claimed on revocable waivers by a mystery team. Who do we think claimed Matt Harvey? Who was trying to make Matt Harvey a what is this? What is this? Run. What is, is a mystery team? What is it, a fucking grab bag? What are we talking about here? <laughs> yeah, what, is it, what is it? The mystery dummies lollipop? The dum dums lollipop? Yeah, yeah, they're just not telling the us. Mystery, or which was like it was always like what was it? Coconut and something else. Yeah, coconut almost... blueberry or something. Does Matt Harvey know? I don't think so. I feel like he would have no, said he's something. He's got it. Shit. So he's think. just not. He's not a professional baseball player right now. He's just not on the Reds and not on any other team. He's just a mystery team. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'll, I don't think it's a playoff team. First of all, that's what I would say. Is you I don't, don't think so? Who, no, why I would someone? Not think, I do not think Matt Harvey is seriously being considered. He's been bad, guys. I know he had a little stretch, but like, let's make no mistake about it. <laughs> oh, Harvey's he's not bad. good. Like, Maybe Miami. He's got a four nine one ERA in the year. Last month three six three. You know, for the year he's one point two nine WHIP. You know, he's not even average. Wait, is he still making that bigger bigger money, or is he like on a trash contract? I because if he's making any amount of significant money, Miami is not trading for him. Well, no, they claimed him off of waivers, but I don't. Or I don't, yeah, that's what I meant. They're not. So. They're think, not paying think, him. I'll say someone like someone like the Orioles. You can see the Orioles, just you know, because there's some maybe some reward in it, and they'd have nothing to lose. Yeah, I don't think it's a team like the Brewers or something. No, no, maybe the Rays. This guy, you can't even. He's did the mute this oh week. Oh my god, I did the mute. Oh, you muted Dave, like, yourself. Skate through I, one week without it. All of a sudden, I starts. haven't done it this week. This is the first time in like three months I haven't done it. It is. It is. He even called in from fucking uh, Italia last week. Did Anthony put that in the in the episode? I was so drunk when I called in. <laughs> I think so. Oh, yeah. Yeah, love, yeah, yeah. Love it. I couldn't remember what last week's episode was about, and then I just remember that you were it in It was Italy. a while ago, because we recorded on Tuesday or Wednesday. Yeah, this is super late in the week, yeah. guys. Sorry. But if you you were waiting and you thought we were over, well... Nah, we just, we're just keeping it suspenseful. Yeah, we're back. See, 
I could see like the Rangers claiming Matt Harvey. I don't know why. Yeah. Like just like not a good team. They need pitching. Another team, even like maybe the Rays. The Rays don't really have starting pitchers. They just have pl- players from the bullpen that they start like three days a week. Like it's pretty incredible that they're winning that way too. So <laughs> it's hilarious. It's crazy. <laughs> they're like you know, he's not a really starting pitcher. He'll probably only go an inning and a half. So we don't know what we're gonna see from the Rays. Dude, you know what I've been excited about? My man, David Price, having the second half of the fucking year out of all the pitchers. I saw today he's got the lowest ERA of pitchers who have made eight or more starts since the All-Star break. And you said they put him in the pen. I know. He's making me eat my words. Hey, if that's what it took. He's not going in the pen, Tom. No, he's not. Not at this point. He's going to be our second starter. He's going to be the second starter. I mean, his ERA is down to three. What is it? It's below three six now. So... Yeah, and he has a one point. He has a one point oh nine since the All Star break. He's pitching great. I mean, yeah, unless it's the Yankees, really the other pitch is really good. Although last time against the Yankees, he pitched really well. I mean, they didn't have Sanchez or Judge, but still, he he only let up two runs, I think, in six or seven Mm -hmm. innings. Yeah, but you like see judge, Judge's numbers against him are like they're like home oh, run I derby know, numbers. Yeah, he bats like seven fifty. Like, yeah, like <laughs> thirty six home runs in in twelve plate appearances. Oh yeah, I don't. I mean, at this point though, you're gonna have a tough fucking wild card game to get through, man. We'll be just fine. Be you gotta be hope he comes fine. back healthy. I'm just. I'm not even talking shit right now. I'm being real with you, Dave. You got. You need that man back. You got it because there's a good chance. Oh, Javi Let's go. Um, Did he hit a home run? Javi Baez hit home run before. He had a single. Four hundred eighty-one. He hit a four hundred eighty-one foot home run. It was the second longest one all year. Yeah, that's insane. My fan shot is that he's one of my favorite players to watch. Mm. But Dave, yeah, you gotta hope he comes back, dude. You need you need judging that lineup. Oh, of course. Here's the thing, who, either who you play, I mean, it's really going to be probably the Astros or the or Oakland, the and you don't yeah. want to play either. I mean, I don't know, dude. Uh, you don't want to face Mania. You don't want to do that. But you really wouldn't want to play face Houston. Yeah, uh, I don't Eventually know. on the road. If it was on the road with Verlander, that'd be the worst case. No, nah, we'll be at home. But uh, it, it Verlander, yeah, I'm I'm all set on facing Verlander in a one game playoff. Yeah. Right. Like we'll save that for the seven game. Baez just stole third, yeah. baby. Yeah, you don't want it. Houston would be definitely worst case scenario. The odds are much better for you if you play. Plus, Houston, Oakland. like they literally can't beat us at Yankee Stadium. They like admitted last year they're like afraid of it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it would be a crazy. It would be a hostile environment. And that team is not. That team is not the same team as last year. And last year's no. team got smoked at Yankee Stadium. True. Very yeah. true. They're they're really not. I'm excited to play them next month. I we, I haven't seen a series with them since I think we played them in May. They've been pretty awful lately. Yeah, they really like they really. I expected them to have a huge second half. I think you said earlier. I called them to have yeah. the best record for the second half. But uh, yeah. I mean, they've had a lot of injuries. That's one thing. They've had McCullers is on the DL. Um, they've you know they just got Springer back, just Altuve back. Wow, there's Rizzo with a shot. Oh, nice play. Whoever that center fielder was. Um, 
I have no idea who's going to make the World Series in the National League. It's just like, it could be like I, six I, I different teams. Going in. It could, it could literally nice be sleep. anybody. I'll give you a nice sleeper. How about how about the Diamondbacks? How about the Diamondbacks? Yeah, you got Goldie, AJ Pollock heats up a little bit. They got Eduardo Escobar at the deadline. They got John Jay. That was a good, quiet move. Uh, Nick Ahmed, Ahmed. Ahmed, whatever you say his name, he's been killing it. David Peralta has been a home run machine. He's got like 24, 25 in the year. I mean, l- literally any of those like six or seven teams, my reaction is like, yeah, you know what? Like, maybe. Like, <laughs> every single one is the same reaction. Should like, do it. Yeah, yeah. Why not? I, don't, I still don't think any of them have a chance of beating the AL, whoever comes out of the oh, AL. Oh, obviously it's not. A it's a Western American Conference. Yeah. I, think they, I think they do because I, I think we got to put the records aside here. I think we just need a – it's going to be about how the teams are playing at the time. So, I mean, maybe the Dodgers figure it out. The Dodgers have the potential. They have all-stars, you know, up and down the lineup. They haven't had Kershaw healthy. They got have some great uh, low-key starting pitching. They just – They've had yeah, their, but you know, the the Dodgers and these players specifically are have been proven to not be very good at getting it all together. <laughs> well, they did last year. They came a game short of it. Yeah, that's true. That's last true, year they they disproved it. They 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 played very very well. And, there, you know, there was big hiccups, but yeah, they they came back. They came back strong in the late late part of the postseason. Yeah, it was the best. It was one of the best World Series ever. That was a great World Series. That yeah, was one of the best really I can was. remember. That was one of the best I like I can fully remember. Like it was just I didn't have a stake in it as usual. The Mets are never in it, obviously, but <laughs> nothing, <laughs> nothing unusual there. But for you guys, usually oh. almost every other year, it's usually Yankees or Red Sox or in it in some way. Or, or you were always like always in the conversation at this point still. Yeah, and yeah, and even like as far as World Series go, none of the Red Sox World Series have been competitive. I mean, maybe the last one against the Cardinals in 13, I think we won in six. But other than that, we swept the Rockies and the Cardinals the first time. Like, the World Series is just, like, always a breeze for the AL, I feel like. Yeah, I mean, everyone in the Yankees is five or four besides the yeah. Phillies, and that was six. And that was, like, there was we were beating <clears throat> the Phillies. Yeah, and that, um, that Phillies team was probably the best, one of the best National League teams to make the World Series in the past yeah. like ten years, honestly. Yeah, absolutely. They had a nasty the pitching the staff. Team was Who really was good. that? Was Howard right? That was Howard Utley. Uh, yeah, Phillips wasn't there yet, right? No, no, no. Uh, Rollins. No, that was way um, too soon. Yeah, uh, Rollins. Uh, uh, um, Abre- uh, not Abreu. Uh, Banez. Who was the third baseman? Um, was it Rollins still, or was? Yeah. yeah, Scott Rowland. Yeah. I believe yeah, so. That was, yeah, that Howard, was Howard Utley, Rowland. Dude, Ryan, Ryan Howard came into the league at like 26, hit like 60 bombs a year for like six seasons and just fell off planet Earth. Yeah. <laughs> Literally, he was just so good to so bad overnight. Yeah. Who else did they have? I'm trying to think. They had, uh, they had, they had Roy Halladay. They had... Joe Blanton was on the team. Yeah, R.I.P. Dave. Yeah, Joe Blanton. Who were their other pitchers? Did they have... They had that one year, remember, that, like, Roy Oswalt was, like, their seventh starter, and they, like, they, like, barely made the playoffs? Yeah, I do remember. I do remember that. Roy Oswalt was literally their fifth starter, and he was, like, he won, like, 18 games on the Astros the year before. Yeah. (laughs) 
What year was that team? I want to say like right? thir- no, no, that was the oh, series team. I want to say like thir- No, I want to say like twelve or thirteen, maybe. Oh, 2012 or 13? The Oswalt team. With the oh, wait, wow, wow, wow. The World Series team was 09. Or 08, yeah, yeah. they won. 09, they lost the Yankees. 08, they yeah. beat the Rays. Charlie Manuel was the uh, that old that old hag. That old hag. Literally. Well, all right, guys. All right, let's get it's the hell up out of here. Episode. Yeah, let's get out of here. Let's get on with our lives. Dave... As usual, hit him with those handles. Oh, Jay Happ was on that team. Jay Happ. Let's go. He's going to win 38 games next year for us if he's back. <laughs> 38. <laughs> if he's back. Um, yeah, follow us up on Instagram at Bleacher Fan, Twitter at Bleacher underscore fan, and Facebook at Bleacher Fan Sports. Just search Bleacher Fan Sports. You can find us on everything. Um, thanks for listening. Take it away, Tommy. Well, thank you for sticking with us. Thank you for listening as always. As always, please rate, subscribe, leave a little leave a little review, you know, show us some love. We'd love to hear from you. And uh, you know, have a good week, guys. We'll see you. We'll see you sometime next week. Maybe it'll be Thursday, maybe it'll be Friday. Maybe we won't do one, but we'll definitely do one. But yeah. Get the fuck out. We'll see ya. See ya. <laughs>